Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. This is not Aladdin, although that is the music from that show. Um, Thank you for joining us. I am so excited to be here, and I hope that you are too. We have a fantastic show lined up for you, and we have in studio with us a cast of characters, and we're going to be talking about a community playhouse, a children's theater here in Knoxville that is awesome and incredible. And we have in studio with us some folks to sort of give you the 360-degree view of what the Knoxville Children's Theater is all about. Um, In studio with us is Sean Moore. Um, She's the managing director with the Knoxville Children's Theater. And that is going to be our first segment. We're going to talk to Sean. We also have in studio with us... Uh, co-producer of the Tony Award winning uh, revive the best revival um, in studio with us is Ashley Latimer. Thank you so much, Ashley, also for coming in. Thanks for having me. And Sean, thank you also for coming in. Thank you for having us. And then we're going to pivot after we interview those folks. We're going to have a couple of actual actors that have been involved with the with the uh, the theater also. Um, so we have Bethany Moon as well as a very special guest, my daughter, Olivia Ray, as well. So I'm a little nervous, actually, because I've got my son, my wife, and my daughter all here in studio, which is very exciting, um, but I have to, to be on my best behavior for, for them, do the best I can. <laughs> so, um, Sean, let's start here, because you came into my office, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, and we spent some time uh, talking about the Knoxville, Knoxville Children's Theater talking about what it means to our community talks talking about like what your vision in the future looks like. And I left from that meeting uh, feeling very inspired to try to give back and be a part of more than what even we already have because of what it is that your mission is and your in your mission statement, your mission statement is to be the Southeast preeminent theater for children and by children. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what that mission means and how you go about tackling such a big mission. Well, the Knoxville Children's Theater started about 10 years ago, and it was started um, with the idea that it was probably just going to be a summer camp. Mm-hmm. And um, our founders, Zach Allen and Jenny Ballard, um, found that there was a huge demand for children to learn and to create live theater. So they ended up starting the organization and Zach is our producing director right now. And um, what we do is we produce live productions, live theater for children. All of our shows are done um, and chosen for children, either based on children's literature or famous children's um, movies. Um, a lot of Disney plays mm-hmm. as well. But we do everything. Um, the children are from ages 4 to 18. Once you're 18, you kind of age out and go mm-hmm. on to college. Right. And is that where Bethany is? Right that's now? where Bethany is now. Yes, yeah. and um, uh, and she's been involved in the theater since she was about eight. Mm-hmm. So um, she's almost been there the whole duration. Ashley has been there the duration. But mm-hmm. what we do is um, we try to entertain audiences, but at the same time we try to teach children um, live theater. But we're not just teaching live theater 
um, we're giving them all kinds of skills that they can use in any job or any profession mm-hmm. that they um, choose in the future. And they learn teamwork, collaboration, um, hard work ethic is very uh, one of the big things they learn. Yeah. And um, I'm very proud of all the kids that have gone through our program because they do have such a, a, a good, strong work ethic. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I well, the Aladdin experience was my first experience um because of my daughter was in that play um and and i was just i I was entertained and i'm not i promise you i'm not just saying that because my daughter was in it i i came to i think four or five shows and it was so entertaining i mean it, it was it was like going to a true broadway musical you felt as though the skill set that they possessed was something that you could just go right down to new york right now and see and you know, I've been to to New York. I've been to some musicals there, and very very much enjoyed those. But this was just a unique experience for me. And Olivia, a little bit later, we'll talk about hers and Ashley as well as Bethany. But um, you guys really put together a great product. How do you go about uh, establishing that level of a product? What what, are, what goes into that thought process? Well, there's a lot of planning and a lot of rehearsals. Um, the key, yes, there is. The, <laughs> yes, um, the the children will rehearse four or five days a week, usually for two to three hours at a time. That um, they're treated like professionals. So mm-hmm. what they, the skills and the way about the way we go about the business is the same as they do on Broadway and any professional theater. So if our kids move on to a professional theater or perhaps even Clarence Brown here locally, they know the ropes, mm-hmm. they know how to handle themselves, and they know the procedures and all that. But what we do is we just look at it as a professional organization and teach children in a professional manner. We also offer classes. So mm-hmm. all of our classes are taught by industry professionals and Ashley has taught many of our classes and just recently taught one on um, what you do when you get out of school. Like mm-hmm. how do you get in the business like she's done? And we, all of our um, instructors are professional yeah. in what they do. We, actually are very lucky that the university of tennessee is here because we use a lot of their instructors for our children as well that's great and 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 also not to steal olivia's thunder but because she'll maybe talk about this a moment um but we went through the academy she's done i say like i did it i did not do it olivia did it but um it was all well so well done and then you know teaching how to do a, a proper monologue and then allowing the parents to come and listen to that um i was moved to tears when i heard how she put together her monologue and and how it all just came about. Of course, I'm the father, but I think there was some real instruction, and and she's I think also established a a really a creative outlet that. And let's talk about that actually too, because kids today they're looking for somewhere to to express themselves. They're looking for that creative outlet, and um, not my story necessarily but i know some of my friends maybe me a little you know our creative outlets maybe weren't the best in most positive ways um i see that also as being another skill that you learn through this theater talk a little bit about the creative outlet aspect of of your theater well i 100 percent agree that um there aren't enough opportunities for children to use their creativity and i think a lot of times just in the normal school day it gets squashed and they aren't allowed to be creative so we give them a safe place to come and be very creative and not only do the kids get to be creative on stage you know with their acting and all the um aspects that go with that but the 
kids also design all the costumes. They design the lighting. They design the set. They build it. They build the costumes. They do everything involved with the production. Even direct, we have an internship program where after a child goes through each individual aspect of the theater, then if if the directors see that they're qualified, um, they can become a director of a show. And Ashley did that. Um, I was lucky my son did that. Mm-hmm. And um, we have several in the in that internship process right now that will be coming up. That's great. And DJ, I'd love to interview him as well because I've, I've heard him interviewed a few times and just so well-spoken and yes. understands his craft, understands what the Knoxville Children's Theater does, is a great spokesperson for it um, and does a great job. And, and those skills, I think he, if he were here today, and I don't want to speak for him, he would attribute a lot of that to his time spent you know, with KTC. And I think that's what's so wonderful about it. Um, so let's talk uh, just a few moments as we only have actually already just two and a half minutes left in the segment. And then we're going to get to our next um, guest and, and, and fold this into a, a whole story. But um, you guys started, you mentioned it, it was founded in 2007. And then you had your first performance in a church parish hall in 2008. Um, then you then you guys expanded in 2013 and got this new great building that you're currently in on Churchwell. Um, and you've I think overall, I think you've had um, 45 plays were in the garage that you had prior to this new place that you currently have. And you opened this place in 2013. What's incredible to me is that you guys, if you look at a timeline of KTC, you're growing and you're expanding. And I think what I heard Zach say at the ribbon cutting is that the Knoxville Children's Theater was the first theater to be constructed just for children in nearly 35 years. Surprised me, but also I'm very thankful for that. Um, and also, as t- uh, Mayor Tim Burchett said, without any public funds, which is also important piece to remember. And we'll come back to that in the third segment. But how does it feel now that you guys are in the midst of this? You've taken on a larger role. Tell me how you feel about the future of this incredible place. Well, I'm so excited for the future and the theater just continues to grow and grow and we get to touch more and more children's lives. Mm -hmm. And I have seen so many children walk through the door and they find their thing, their place. Mm -hmm. And it's really rewarding for me. That's why I'm there is because I believe in it and I see what great things this opportunity has given so many kids. Great. That's awesome. That's Sean Moon. And you're not done, so don't go anywhere. And we're going to continue talking with um, this great cast of characters here, talking about the Knoxville Children's Theater. We'll be right back after these messages. continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it again kevin ray welcome back into the housing hour this is kevin ray thank you for joining us mark griffith is actually inside of the producer's uh, area because we have so many guests and we're thankful for everybody who's come in today this show is presented by mortgage investors group 
You can find us and get more information at MIGonline.com. We would love for you to go uh, visit their website. They're our presenting sponsor, and if it wasn't for them, we would not be able to be doing this show. And the reason that we do this show is because we like to, to highlight things in our community that we feel are important. And that was the vision of Chrissy Ray when she um, gave me the ability and, and privilege to be able to do this show. We call it the housing hour because that was what we chose, and it really encompasses a lot of things, and the community is one of them. Um, Mark always tells me, I'm glad you didn't call it the mortgage hour or something like that because that really sort of um, you know keeps you and prevents you from doing certain topics. But today we're talking about KCT, the Knoxville Children's Theater. I think I said KTC a couple of times a moment ago. My daughter pointed out to me. (laughs) Um, But it is the Knoxville Children's Theater. And so what we thought to do was to bring a few of the people um, that can represent for us the Knoxville Children's Theater. And so we have Sean Moon. She's the managing director. Is that the correct title for you? Um, and then we also have Ashley Latimer, who co-produced the um, Tony Award-winning Best Revival of the Musical Once on This Island. She is in studio as well, as well as Bethany Moon, who is a graduate from West High School. She graduated from West, now at the University of Tennessee. I think your major is broadcast uh, communications? Sports management. Sports management. <laughs> same thing. I'm just kidding. And then Olivia Ray, who's my daughter, and she is the most awesome person in the world. So <laughs> that's my daughter. Um, and so I'm turning now to Ashley. And Ashley, you know, I've listened to a lot of things. And, you know, there's there's so much that goes into, you know, being in the business of Broadway or theater and, and, and production. Um, and, and it's a tough business to be in, you know, it's really a challenge. Um, but you have been staying with it, keeping your eye on the prize, keeping yourself involved in the process. You know, everybody wants the prize, but nobody (laughs) wants the process. That's an Inky Johnson quote, but it is, you epitomize that in my opinion. And I want to lead with this and just get your your um, reaction to it. But, you know, in Ken Davenport's speech, who was the producer and you were the, one of the co-producers, he mentioned mentions, do not stop asking your question. And he ultimately says, get to your yes. And that, you know, of course went viral. Everybody was thinking about it and talking about it. Um, what kind of emotions I have a feeling when the acceptance speech was going on, I could see in your eyes and you were emotional that you were replaying how hard it was to get where you were at that moment. Um, talk a little bit about your emotions that moment when you were standing there on the stage uh, <laughs> accepting that award. Um, well, I mean, it's it was just completely overwhelming in the best way. Um, I definitely was thinking about all of the times that I've had a no and kept going, but also um, our other producer, uh, Hunter Arnold, who leads mm-hmm. the initiative that I'm a part of, um, has talked so much about um, how every step we take forward, we need to make sure that we're taking other people with us. Mm. And um, I was standing next to my producing partner, who is the first female Asian American woman to, uh, to win a Tony award for being a producer. Um, And very close to us was Haley Kilgore, who is our incredible lead actress. Um, And, just thinking about all of the opportunities that that show has created for people who don't always get to be the focus of our stories. Mm. Um, 
and, and, and thinking about all of the no's that they have faced as well mm. and wh- the community that it took to put this production together uh, was just very overwhelming. It's making me <laughs> a little yeah. emotional now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, all, all positive things. But yeah, I, I feel like everybody on that stage and also in our cast, who they were on their bus from going back to uh, the theater after performing. Um, mm. th- that was a part of that. I think all of us were thinking about how how much endurance it takes. That that race. performance during the Tony Awards that was a pretty moving uh, performance. And if you're listening out there, you need to go watch it. <laughs> it is astounding. The level of talent that they possess and it was really just so entertaining and um very uh emotional in a lot of ways you know this young girl and then the the whole just it's just incredible i would advise for people to go watch it um you know when you think back and you look at the experience the process and then ultimately the prize we all know that you know one single accomplishment doesn't define your entire life and certainly you would say that that's going to be a part of your story um but as you sort of have been um, basking in the successes, your next thing that you did, for some it may, but you came straight back and you're ready to give back and pour into Knoxville. That's amazing. Tell me about why it is that you decided that, and you sort of hit it on it a moment ago, but you came and you want to plug back into Knoxville. Yeah. Um, I mean, Knoxville in particular, the children's theater, the community that raised me, um, mm-hmm. and I... I often thank the village in um, in any acknowledgments that I have because I really feel like I it, it took a community to get me to where I've gotten. Um, and my dream, the the only reason I ever went to New York was so that I could soak up as much experience as possible there and then bring it back to um, KCT and to working with young people. Um, all over. And uh, I'm just thankful that I've gotten to come back so quickly and, and to work at this company that I love and with people I love so much. Um, so it, it, there was never any other, Hmm. uh, goal in my mind. (laughs) That that is really cool. Yeah. I, I think you were being interviewed on Skype by WBIR and they set up a little surprise for you. And you were just in that moment, you know, where you had, you know, I think you had only been nominated at that point. You hadn't even actually won. Yeah. It was the Friday before, and so Zach Allen um, shows up on your screen, and you were clearly emotional. And again, I was putting, you know, what's going on in her mind, and I felt like it was just like you put two and two together. It was like I understand, like this man has been so influential in where I've, where I am, and where I'm going. And I, is that kind of what you were feeling? Tell me what you were feeling, rather than me trying to put words. <laughs> oh, I mean, that definitely hits on it. Yeah, I, Zach has shaped my life. Um, and ever since I was 16, he's, um, given me every opportunity along with Sean and, um, Dennis Perkins and Caroline King and Jenny Ballard. Mm -hmm. Um, what is so cool to me is that they, they could have taken the success of the children's theater and, um, held on to that for themselves and worked Mm -hmm. on as many, uh, projects as they wanted to. But, um, Zach and, and the rest of the team there, they just constantly turn opportunities over to kids. Mm-hmm. And um, and that is something that has been so inspiring to me because I, it has kept me focused on the work 
and not any ego Mm -hmm. Um, and being able to watch these people who had way more experience than I did say, like, we're going to give this 18 year old a shot. Mm -hmm. Um, And we talk about this all the time. We directors to the actors that KCT is unique because we turn the keys of the business over Mm. to kids. Um, So many uh, programs for kids, you have to pay to be a part of it um, or you have to do something financially for the company to be involved. And KCT doesn't have that. Um, Mm. There's this goal that as many kids as possible can be involved. And, um, and I think that that's one of the things that inspires the kids to work so hard because they are being turned over with the, uh, with the trust of the business behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, yeah. So when I, so so just seeing Zach in that moment, it was like a full circle yeah. moment of of I wouldn't have been in that interview or where yeah. I was if he hadn't constantly turned opportunities over to me and trusted me even when I wasn't sure if I was ready. He believed that I could be. Well, when Olivia went through the Academy for the first time, Dennis spoke, you know, sort of after it was done and everything. And I was just I was so mesmerized by what he was saying because it was it was hitting on so many um, key points that I hope that they would be driving home. You know, it was like I, my expectations were such that I was saying, oh, well, I hope this is the right place. You know, I hope this is a good um, spot. And then Dennis just nailed it. He just he just articulated exactly what I was feeling. And then um, same thing the second time that I went to um, watch at the Academy. And but this time it was Zach and it was and it was just hitting it home again. And then he opened up Aladdin at the very first show when all the parents were there. And again, it was like the message was so clear why they do this, why this is so important to them. And that's really the message that I hear from you. Um, and we're running out of time in this segment, but I'm going to um, pick up and we're going to spend a few moments in the third segment as well. Because you did graduate from Bearden, you're doing 101 Dalmatians on September 21st. Yes. You can go to KnoxvilleChildrensTheater.com. Is that correct? I probably messed that up, too. Um, <laughs> it is KCT. And, guys, stick around. We have more right after these messages. They'll find you and they'll pound you till your face is black and blue. With a horrible herd that's in a beatable squad. I'm Imogene. I'm Ralph. I'm Leroy. I'm Claude. Here's Ollie and Gladys. We're small. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. It looks like my son is producing in there in the studio, producing the show. Um, Thank you for joining us. My name is Kevin Ray. This is the Housing Hour uh, presented by Mortgage Investors Group. We're so grateful for the opportunity to be able to just spend a few moments with you here. Um, Don't forget you can go to thehousinghour.com and find all of our shows, our past shows, our current shows. Um, You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thehousinghour. And also Mark is on Pinterest. I always joke with him about that. Um, He's pinning away on Pinterest, so he's doing some great things. He's taking pictures to pin, so you definitely want to follow him on that. Um, I still have to teach him what to pin 
and not post and what to post and not pin and what to tweet and not whatever. But anyway, uh, we're here with a, a great group of folks, and we've been talking with um, Ashley Latimer. She um, was one of the co-producers for the Tony Award winning for the Tony Award for the best revival of a musical um, once on this island. A very moving. Uh, musical that I would recommend anyone that's in the area, if there's even tickets left, I don't know that they can get a spot, but go see the show. Um, and, and actually, I wanted to just finish up our part of this because you graduated from Bearden, but as you were um, graduating, really, you were always involved. You did a dozen or so were, were actually in a dozen, I think, plays. Is that correct or more? Yes. <laughs> okay. And, and you were in there for fourth play actually mm-hmm. i think is what i heard zach say um and now you're coming back you have 101 dalmatians that you have been re- rehearsing for and it opens up on september 21st this isn't your first rodeo you know how it's been <laughs> but this is how has you, the reaction been um to you coming back and has it felt different how how's it been going um, well, it's been going really well. Um, I have been excited to see how the theater has grown even more since mm-hmm. I left a couple of years ago. Um, and to work with a bunch of new kids that I didn't know and also mm-hmm. some who I've known for a long time. Um, our Cruella, mm-hmm. uh, Lydia Steimer, I've known her um, for um, about 10 years. Um, and she acted in uh, Little Princess um, and Cinderella and Ebenezer when I directed that. So it's been cool to reconnect with um, the veterans and to yeah. also work with the new kids. and um, A lot of new kids. A yes. lot of kids in this play, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, a play. Um, and uh, it's been, this is my first musical at KCT, so mm. that's been exciting. And um, yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, some of the kids don't even know that I live in New York. <laughs> 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 um, and then uh, others do and um it's been cool to be back into i did the master class with some of our older kids last week mm-hmm. um and just to feel like i can say to them you know you you can do this like we i'm not the only alum who's uh working in a big capacity one of my friends is uh working on the hamilton tour wow um and has worked at wicked as well so and he's a stage manager so to be able to say to the kids like not only can you succeed, but you can succeed in different areas and in different roles in the theater um, has been very exciting. And it's so cool that it really gives you a platform, you know, and, and, and you have beliefs and you have, you know, things that you, you want to, you know, bring and highlight in your life and, and having the ability to have that creative outlet, not just through the um, KCT, but also your other outlets. It's an amazing cool story and that that was why i wanted to have you um here and i'm so grateful for you to give back some time and come in and talk to us today and i also want to bring in as well bethany and olivia um bethany from your experience you know in the past several years since you were eight ten years veteran of kct right am i correct there sean um and your mom of course is sean um been so supportive sean and your family have been so supportive and i would venture to say that kct would not be where it is without your family i can almost assure you um but tell me a little bit about your experience in kct well um like you said i grew up in the theater i was in my first show when i was eight and i was probably the most shy kid you Mm -hmm. would ever meet i wouldn't talk to anyone i was so is that true sean yes (laughs) absolutely yes anyone that knew me will ashley knew me when i was shy um And so I was in my first show, and since then, I've acted in over 20 shows. I also 
um, started doing costume design. Mm. The technical aspect of the theater is one of the newer ones for mm. the kids. We're um, just starting to really develop it and really get um, really good training for mm -hmm. the kids in that area. Um, that's happened in the past, I'd say, two, two to three years. Um, yeah. So my brother and Sets, I, the lighting, yes, the, everything. Yes, sets, lighting, and costumes, and props. Mm -hmm. um, we've all, we've sort of put a new um, focus into training kids in those areas mm -hmm. um, because a lot of us, my, myself included, expressed an interest. And like Ashley was saying, all Zach wants to do is support us. And so he turned that aspect of the business over to us a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, and all it's done is grown. And, and, you know, DJ, I know, had helped, you know, create the set. You're yes. doing costume design. I know Wheeler, your brother, was doing lights. You know, it's just a, a full package of uh, skill sets that you're learning there. And you're attributing, I would say, you're at now at Tennessee. You're doing, uh, what's your major? Sports management and communication. And communication. See, I knew <laughs> it I, there was, was in there. Yeah. <laughs> and would you say that that um, KCT influenced your your path in life pretty much oh absolutely yeah absolutely i would not be who i am today without kct yeah. um i've gained so many important um aspects of myself mm. um from kct public speaking most importantly collaboration mm. we learn how to w work together so well because yeah. that's such a main or that's such a focus of the organization yeah um so well, there's a lot. There's a lot of moving parts. Yes. A, and, and and actually, let me segue into Olivia because I remember coming to pick you up on occasion, and I would come in towards the end, and DJ was really working it, you know, because it's a lot of people coming in to do one thing. But Olivia, I know because I'm your dad that you love doing this. But um, tell me a little bit about your experience in Aladdin. How'd you like it? It was the best experience. Like I will never forget having that as my first show. Um, I remember just. Like every day I would just count down the hours till I could go to rehearsal and I made like such good friends that I never thought that I would make just like being there. And I remember the first few rehearsals, like I didn't really talk to anyone cause I didn't know anyone, but like everyone is so outgoing from theater and just in everything that they just brought me in and they just, um, I just made friends with everyone in there and, um, I remember like on the last show during our bows, I was just crying because I didn't want it to end and I didn't want to have that gap in between doing shows because yeah. I wouldn't really know what to do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. You've got me emotional over here. Tell me that. <laughs> um, well, I know it's 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 interesting because you're wanting to audition for um, 101 Dalmatians and it was like we're going on vacation. There's no way we could you know fit the schedule, um, but you want to get involved and it's part of something that it's one of your passions like Bethany. Um, this is something that you feel like you want to do, right? Yes, definitely. Yeah. And what do you think you learned other than, I know that the, the getting friends and, um, I think, you know, some of the other technical aspects that you would be great at art. I know cause I'm your dad, you know, you're a great artist, you know, you're also a great actress and all of those things. Um, but you also sing as well. So you have, you could do anything you wanted to do. And listening to what Ashley said, you, you have the abilities and we have the, like the desire and we just, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out, but most times it will, if you put your heart in it. And what was your takeaway going forward with what you're, what you're wanting to do next? Um, I'd say just like all of the people, all of the, um, the people who have been in so many shows there, they really helped me like with their experience and just like getting to 
be rehearsing with them and seeing what they do and just seeing like how good they are and like how talented everyone was really helped me just to be more talented, I guess, for like future things. Uh, I, I saw, you know, I saw the confidence in my daughter I tried to not get emotional here um, just when she got the part, you know, and she was so excited about it. I remember when we told her, you know, she was just uh, really excited <laughs> to have it. And, and it was just so cool because I think that's one thing that um, this theater offers kids is it, 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 in, it instills in them um, a confidence in themselves that maybe they didn't know they have. And maybe they would have never known it. And, and I'm not saying you wouldn't have, but we all, we just don't know. And that's what I saw in you, Olivia, is that you got the part and then you worked really hard, you know, rehearsing. Like she was working really hard with the choreography. I mean, I didn't realize there was going to be that much sword fighting and whatnot, <laughs> whatever. But, which, you know, it was just incredible. Um, and so that's really cool. And then the technical aspect, back to you, Bethany, on the technical aspect, because um, when you get into the big leagues, you know, singing in a Broadway musical is very difficult and not everyone can do it. It takes a special, special, special talent to be at that level. And and although you guys might, everyone here may have that ability. Um, it's kind of like getting into the NFL. There's a small amount of people that can perform at that level. God gives us t- talents in numerous ways. Um I don't know what your future holds, but you might end up being on the sideline report. You might be up in the booth. You you might be whatever. Um, and I hear the music ending this segment, but briefly just tell me the technical aspect. Is that kind of what you want to pursue, the, the announcing, the technical side of things? Yes. I'm not exactly sure where I want to go, but I know that that is definitely an option for me. It's what mm-hmm. I love doing. Theater has shown me that I love um, this public speaking and yeah. talking to large groups of people and sharing what sharing what I can with them. Um, so definitely I would like to go. That's awesome. Well, I know I keep forgetting you're only 18 years old. You seem like a veteran over here. Um, we do have one segment left, so stick around for us. We're going to, we're going to put a bow on the whole show. We're going to recap and then we'll go forward. But thank you for joining us. We'll be right back after these messages. Seen her kind of eyes watching you from underneath. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, it's Kevin Ray. I'm your host. Mark Griffith is our executive producer and co-host, does so much for us, put together the shows. He always um, hits it out of the park, and he's actually in there in the production booth currently. And my son is over here dancing, doing Fortnite dances and my wife as well is here. I have my daughter, Olivia. I have Ashley Latimer. I have um, Bethany as well, which um, they got twins. She has Wheeler and Bethany are twins. So Wheeler did all the lighting for like the last 10 years, right? And Bethany did all the costume and a lot of that stuff. So losing those two individuals, there's going to need to be a void filled. So we need more, we need more kids coming and getting involved. And um, I think you told me the story with Wheeler that, um, that he just, you know, just knew how to do lighting. It almost was like, like almost came out of the box. I mean, he learned it so quickly. And, and then with, I mean, I don't know how you, I don't know how to sew number one. <laughs> I mean that, but, but to just all of a sudden start sewing and all the talented things, but, um, it's incredible. So for those out there that are listening, 
there are auditions that are coming up. There's a whole, well, actually you haven't released the 2019 slate just yet or have you? Not yet. Okay. I know that's something that Olivia is very anxious to see. (laughs) Um, But with that being said too, you have a vision, your mission. We know to get to your mission. We need a vision. Your vision obviously involves a larger space potentially. Yes. Right. Talk a little bit about what your mission or not your mission, but what your vision is to accomplish your mission. We have maximized our space. We're running out of space. We have costumes, props, set, you know, coming out into the hallway, so to speak. <laughs> and we've run out of um, room for the academy. Um, we need more space because the interest has grown mm. and we are getting the word out in this area. And so right now we're currently looking for a new facility mm-hmm. and trying to find a larger space so that we can expand the program. And as Ashley says, we want any and every child to be able to come and be a part of the theater. Mm-hmm. And um, we're actively looking and hoping to find um, a new facility within a year. And if you guys out there, you know, or anybody that's listening that knows of a facility. I mean, you know, it's, it's an ask. I mean, first of all, we need a facility. Second of all, you know, we need, we need people to support, you know, the theater because your mission not only is to put on great shows, which is awesome, but it's also the instruction, the Academy phase. And you're, you pretty much max out, don't you? Whenever you open up a list, I mean, you're selling that out pretty quickly because of the space, right? Yes, we, we're limited to how many classes we can have and how many students we can get in those classes because of the size of the building. And so we're um, we're at that point where we have more people wanting to be in the classes than we can actually put in there right now. Yeah. And, and um, Aladdin had a great turnout and it, it was the second most selling show that you guys have had. I think because Olivia Ray was, no, I'm kidding. I'm yeah, kidding. definitely. But, um, <laughs> but, well, Disney helps with that, but also your marketing has really picked up um, your Facebook following, the um, Instagram stories, all that stuff I follow. Um, you're doing a great job with that as well. And I would love to be a service, you know, having this show, doing whatever I can to help. Um, but also you have an, a, a vision as well to be the preeminent theater for children, which means you have to get in a new space. And, you know, how can people get involved? I know, I know you have financial um, ways of, of giving back, and that is one way, and, and certainly they can reach out to you. Um, there's other other ways people can get involved, whether that be, you know, you just encourage your kids to come audition. There's There's many other ways. Talk a little bit about that and the financial as well. Well, one easy way to get involved is to come see our shows. And I think once you come see a show, you'll understand yeah. what we do. And um, you'll also understand that we do do professional quality shows with children. And one thing we haven't talked about that I do want to mention mm-hmm. is that, as we said earlier, the children are ages 4 to 18 that are involved in the theater. Mm-hmm. And we we don't have adult actors a lot of children's theaters across the country have adult actors Mm, when the mm -hmm. theater first started we might um they may have cast a role here and there as an adult but we made the decision long ago to let the children be everything so to speak Mm -hmm. because we're trying to train them we're trying to give them the opportunity and there aren't many opportunities in this country where the kids can actually do what mm-hmm. they do here. And there are even fewer theaters in the country that allow the children to take on the technical aspects. Right. And one of the things that's neat about Knoxville is, I don't know if you can 
see, but there are a lot of creative industries popping up around Knoxville, and we have a lot of film producing companies and a, a, just mm-hmm. a lot of different type of I call them creative type companies. And if if we don't train these children, we're not going to have the workforce someday. But that also means that there's going to be lots of jobs available for these creative kids Mm -hmm. um, in the future. But from our standpoint, we need more space. Mm -hmm. We need obviously more money. But the best way to help is come see our shows, um, sponsor one of our shows, Mm -hmm. um, bring your kid to audition, bring your kid to classes. I don't think I've ever met anybody that saw one of our shows that was disappointed. Right. So I think you have a money back guarantee. I yes. promise you. And, and we're will. fortunate too that, you know, we do pay a lot of our own way. So to speak, most nonprofits have to raise all their money. We make about 75% of our revenues and then mm-hmm. the other 25% we have to raise. Yeah. But and there's a lot that goes into this. And you told me and explained it to me. You know, Disney doesn't just give these things away. No. You have to the royalties that. are quite expensive. Um, and also, I would be remiss to not mention the Clayton Foundation as a part of a partner of yours. Yes. The city of Knoxville, of course. Um, First Bank, Holston uh, Gases, as well as Home Federal Bank, as much as I hate to say it. But that's okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Mortgage Investors Group is the sponsor of our show. We're perfectly happy to um, give them recognition where recognition is due as well as bandit lights huge partner of yours yes would probably may not have the uh, level of equipment that you have and we would not without their help and prestige prestige cleaners who i'm sure make sure your your stuff is on point right yes absolutely they keep our costumes (laughs) clean and beautiful yeah (laughs) and so you know the ask really and um ashley you have seen a production put together at this level and at the biggest level um what what do people maybe need to know about knoxville children's theater that they don't know um that's a loaded question i know (laughs) but but what what could be a takeaway from this for people to say you know what that's something i want to be a part of um well it's giving kids the opportunity to not only have a creative outlet, but to learn the kind of stamina and work ethic like Sean was talking about. You know, um, actors on Broadway do eight shows a week, mm. but I think yeah. people would be surprised to know that the kids who are in um, our musicals, um, 101 Dalmatians included, which has a six-year-old in it, they do six show weekends. Wow. So they are working almost a full professional schedule mm-hmm. In addition to going to school. Do you realize how much that takes away from Fortnite? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But you're right. It's a huge commitment. It's a huge commitment. And for you, too. I mean, you saw it firsthand when you were, you know, coming up through the theater. You see these incredibly talented actors and actresses on Broadway. And it's it's all about the craft and it's about your passion, you know. And it's almost like Olivia uh, would mention to me um, that it didn't. I don't want to put words into your mouth, but it didn't feel like work, right? I mean, it was like what you enjoyed. You want to expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So I think that for like some people that it would seem like a lot of time, but once you really like get into it and you like see how much it can be enjoyable and how much like it can just be so fun and so just like such a good experience to like get the knowledge from the people that you're surrounded with. Mm then it's it ends up being really enjoyable and really fun being there. I wish that I could have more hours of rehearsal. Like mm. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. We can probably make that happen. Um, we were thinking about renting an RV for the month and just parking in the back parking lot. Yes. <laughs> because, but it was incredible. And to Ashley's point, I mean, it's, it is a lot of commitment. And, and Bethany, see, that's the thing for, for somebody like yourself who's doing, you know, the costumes and things, you know, you're probably doing stuff when people aren't rehearsing, right? Yes, absolutely. We work, um, if, when you work on the technical side, you have the weirdest hours yeah. <laughs> and you work a lot of hours that nobody sees. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have a scheduled tech work, obviously, but we obviously go over that. Yeah. So I mean, the costumes <laughs> for Aladdin were amazing. Thank you. And um, Noah, who played Jafar, I think, yes. was it? He, I mean, talk about a talent. This kid. Do you know, you know I mean, you know Noah? He's new to me, but Sean he, can tell you. I came out like so impressed. Uh, he had me in stitches. I mean, and, and he's just so good. But anyway, his costume, how you were able to uh, transform his costume, although it didn't work every single time during rehearsal, but it worked during <laughs> every show I went to. It was perfect. <laughs> Um, but it was so ornate and so incredible. It looked so professional. And then DJ with a lot of the um, a lot of the set design uh, was really just incredible as well. And how you guys were able to move move the set around, it, it felt so so perfectly professionally made. Can we go another segment? No, I'm kidding. Um, guys, we've had a great group in. Thank you so much for joining us, each of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Guys, this is the Housing Hour. You can find us next week. Please check us out. Share it with friends and family. And we'll see you next time right here on the Housing Hour. Take your child, and whatever you need. Mama, yeah.